To know that you are God is another way of saying that you feel completely with this universe. You feel profoundly rooted in it and connected with it. You feel, in other words, that the whole energy which expresses itself in this galaxy is intimate. It is not something to which you are a stranger, but it is that with which you, whatever it is, are intimately bound up, that in your seeing, your hearing, your talking, your thinking, your moving, you express that which it is that moves the sun and other stars. And that's Alan Watts describing, I would say, what it means to be a part of reality. Yeah. To be a human and a god, maybe, at the same time. Yeah, I've been saying, like, for most of this year that we're like gods in our own right. Just generally. Well, in the bathroom, <laughs> during a shower. No, I'm, a, I'm a god. I am a god. Well, I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, wow. Good job, guys. <laughs> Good job. Good job, me. No. No, what I mean is that we have power over our own destiny, right? Their destiny is not necessarily a thing. We decide what we do. And well, when you say destiny, are you really saying fate? Yeah. Fate, okay. destiny, pre-decided order. So, do like you, so then not, you don't believe in fate, even in like a scientific viewpoint. In other words, the tumblers are, even if they're in your favor to be someone or something or to do a certain action, you can willfully interrupt that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But here's a question then. if you're, Does it matter whether or not you know you're interrupting or you don't? In other words, if you could see the future of your next action mm-hmm. and then therefore make a decision to interrupt it or not, does that make a difference? To what? Compared to interrupting it accidentally. Oh, a difference in your... In, in your, your knowing no- that it's going to happen. I mean, you, I, don't, I, don't, I guess that's just a question I don't really understand. Well, what, the, what then does it mean to... What does fate mean to you then? Is that a mystical fate, idea? Fate to me it means something that is going to happen to you or you're going to do regardless of your choices. Okay. So would you say that that is a metaphysical claim? Fate? Or, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. it's, so very fate is a, it's magic. It's, you know, saying the uh, unknowable workings of the universe that we can't measure. Of the universe of the Norns, of the, you oh, know, well, of whatever you decide. The universe has, they're all in the same universe either way, whether you believe. Well, what right. You believe but what, you yeah. I'm just saying whatever name you want to give it. Magic. Well, that touches or, on the idea of free will, which I would say we don't have. I would say you can you can disprove free will. I would say philosophically, logically, even even through religious explanation, but of course more importantly through scientific data. But even if you didn't want to accept the science behind it, or that or that argues it doesn't exist, I, I think you can always disprove free will. Yeah, I mean, I know what you're saying because you don't agree. No, I don't. Why is that? <laughs> well, because. Because I believe that I'm in control of everything that I do. Like, I, I make conscious decisions. I make I weigh options. How do you yes, know you make those, those decisions, though? They just come to you, don't they? No, they're deliberated. They're within are my they really? Mind. Are you part of that deliberation process? Let's test it. We can test it right now. Do you want to test it? Sure. Okay. I want you to think of a movie. Right now, give me the first okay. movie in your head. A Monty Python and the okay. Quest of Holy Grail. Why did you think... Of that movie, why didn't you choose any other movie that exists? 
Exactly. It's, because that's the one that came it just to my came mind. To that was the first one that I could think of. But it just came to It was to the you. first one. It was the closest one in my files. There was no deliberation. It just arrived. You said it's pick one. Right. But there was no deliberation. It just arrived in your consciousness. Which, by but the way, I looked is the last for it. part of But I looked brain. for it. Did you? you yeah. You didn't consciously look for it. It arrived in your thought. No, I wouldn't say it just arrives. Well, sure it did. How could you think of something before you think of it? I didn't. I looked for it. I looked for it. There was no process for images. Looking. Yes, you were there never was. There. I saw things to look for in my mind. So your, but your mind generated movie choices. No, and then well, you just it, it generated scenes pretty right. much, and then the images. When I and asked I was the question, for images. And I, that was the first one. Right. It was King Arthur from... And why why that movie and not any other movie? Well, I would say because of the way it's connected to my past. Well, you're and, assuming and that it was in, and it was, now. And but it was... In the process of choosing it, you weren't, part of, you weren't part of that cognitively. You didn't make any conscious decisions. I consciously decided to think of a, to well, look for a movie. Well, your consciousness is also the last part of your thinking process. Yeah. To know anything no, has I mean, occurred. That, that's true. And that's scientifically proven. It is. So, how I, do you, so even with that in mind, that's, I guess, the point I'm making. But I'm not trying to convince you, not really, to agree with me. Right. I'm just... You know, you're just pointing I'm out. I'm devil's advocate. Yeah, you know, no, which just, is fine. I'm just poking the Zach, but not enough for him to kill me. <laughs> yeah, this, this very can be dangerous. Um, No, but I, I know what you mean by you can make decisions without thinking of them but that doesn't mean that you don't have free will because you can also decide not to do that thing i just think well see but going off of that i think what that really says is that you don't have free will but you but it does still matter that you come to conclusions right because what the brain does is it's it's a rather awkward it's rather queer sort of effect that the brain has on your thought process meaning when you come to a decision about something, like in this case, I asked you to think of a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, every thought you have after the movie that you thought of is now banked and may in some way sort of preface the decision of a movie of the same question asked in the future. So in other words, they, there will be reason. If, if I ask that question again in, say, a, a few days or a month and you say the same movie... Um, a reason for that could be because you've... Oh, it's primed. You're primed. Yeah. But the opposite could be true, or rather a completely different truth could be could come forth. In other words, I could ask that question in a month, and you may choose any movie but Monty Python. Right. Because it has already been chosen and therefore is marked in some way right. in your subconscious. Yeah. So, I therefore, I would say that it's still important that we make decisions, but I don't think we make them willfully. I think they, I think they're, I think they are, they arrive after a collection of different variables that are unconscious variables. And we're definitely, I think, still learning what, what that process is. I don't think we can explain it yet, but does that mean some people believe that that means, or some people believe that that is evidence for the metaphysical, that, um, that's your soul or that it's the, the will of whatever you want to call a soul or your 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 ethereal being that I, is I the don't true think, you. I don't think that has to do with your free will or your consciousness. No, it de- well, it's it de- it does if you believe in having a soul. I mean, if you grew up, I grew up. My household is Eastern Orthodox, which is 
you know, they would argue, I guess, the original Christianity, right? Okay. And if you're Jewish, that, that makes you laugh, perhaps. But whatever, that that's how <laughs> Eastern Orthodox sees it, at least in my household they did. And in that situation, in that belief system, you have a soul that basically drives your body like, a, you know, your soul is a taxi driver and your body is the vehicle, if you want to think of it that way. Right. Like, or you're, you're driving yeah. a car. So your consciousness is connected to your soul. Well, it isn't. It uh, is your soul then? No, yeah, that's the queer thing about Christianity is that the definition of a soul is it's you, but it's not you. In other words, your soul makes decisions and is responsible for your morality and your sins, your goodness and your, and your badness, but you don't have the ability to communicate with yourself. So your consciousness is just who you are in the physical plane and your soul is the unknowable part of the metaphysical. And it's very confusing. Um, so could a soul almost be like a second body? And then your I mean, your, I guess you could look at it that way, but travels from one to the other. Well, no, that, it's within never death, that within way. death or well, at death the body dies, right? And it's never I've I, having read like New Testament and Old Testament, I can't think of any story where it describes in detail what happens. Uh, to the memories of the soul other than you seem to be you seem to gain the good ones when you go if you go to heaven and linger in the bad ones if you go to hell and at least okay. that's the impression i got because it seemed like anytime damnation was talked about it really judged a person person's decisions and by life. yeah by their actions right what they've done whereas in paradise in heaven you're just sort of rewarded for I guess accidentally being you since you had no, that's the one thing I I've often uh, brought well, in up. Christianity. You do have free will. Yes. Like but that's I, the point of humans. So, okay. Christians believe they have free will. And I had this discussion with other people many times before. And I, I posited this. So, okay. You believe you're a Christian, you're a Christian and you believe you have free will. Well, let me ask you three simple questions and you, you play the Christian Zach. Okay. okay. So question number one, do you believe that God is all powerful, that he can do anything? He's omnipotent. Right. Okay. Question number two is, does God know everything past, present, and future is all knowledge known to him? All answers right. known to him. Okay. And the third question is, did God make you? Right. Okay. So with those three, now it's, it's a load, they're loaded questions. Cause I know you're going to say yes to them. If you're a Christian and you're right. playing the Christian yeah. right now with that in mind, how can you believe you have free will? Because here's the thing. If God is all powerful, knows everything and created you, that means that long before he even created the universe, he knew he would make you. He also know, he also knew who you would be, what life you would lead. So say you're Stalin or mm -hmm. forget about some historical evils, historical figure. You're, you're run of the mill psychopath or killer, right? right? Of which there are millions right over time, thousands, whatever. He knew that you would be that way, and he made you anyway. So the decision was never yours to be who you are. He created you to play out the part that he knew you would be. And if you could make a decision that God didn't see or couldn't know, mm -hmm. you would therefore then be more powerful than him, which, of course, you can't believe if you're a Christian. That's blasphemy. So where's the free will come into play? Well, just because what if he exists in all times, right? So God is is like um, 
say Man- Dr. Manhattan. Like he he's existing everywhere at once. That only proves in favor of my of my side of the argument. Right, but it, I know. But what I'm saying is if he can see it because it's happening now, right? All time exists at, at once. So he can literally see what's happening. It's not that he's making you and knowing that you're going to do it. What's he's, the difference? He had to make the decision to create me. So if I was a bad person, it was still his decision to make me. Or was it his decision to allow you to exist? Either way, he knows. Even if I, even if he knows, knowing what choices I'm going to make is the same as setting them. Setting your choices? It, yeah, it's there's no difference because the first mm. choice, the the one, the choice that matters at all is me being created. Mm-hmm. In as far as I'm concerned, right? And that choice is always going to be God's, not mine. Well, it's your parents' choice too, right? No, he made sure that they existed first so that I could be born and so on and so forth. Every choice the every choice of life was his. And if you're Christian, you believe that it more intimately because God puts from the well of souls, if you're Catholic, the God puts the soul of you in your body. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I'm a mechanic, I guess it sounds manual to me, but that would be... I didn't know there was a well of souls in Catholicism. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, it's Catholicism, and I forget what other versions of Christianity. Even maybe even Eastern Orthodox has a well of souls. I forget, yeah, but I remember reading cool, that that's what it's called. Yeah, so apparently there's a well of souls where all souls go. I guess when until they're needed or Ready. used by God. So in the could you be? Oh, no, because Christians also believe that once you die, you don't go to heaven right away or hell. You have to wait for judgment day. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well, let's let's move away from free will. Let's let's talk about morality. OK, because this is one where I feel um, a lot of it seems like a lot of atheists are sort of violent about the fact. Like it's, it's a weird sort of sensibility to be violent at least in thought, not in physically violent, but vehement, let's say, about your about the defense of logic, which I I agree with like at its core, right? Yeah. To to defend logic is important. Right. Right? Because logic is easily killed. <laughs> well, just, I feel like n- n- logic's like the first step of wisdom, right? It's it the is. first true knowledge. I would know? agree with that. It's just it's evident. It's there. You can see it without Right, it's question. basic acceptance of your of your experience. Yeah, of your ice is cold. Yeah, that's, right. That's Fire logic. is hot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I think it's interesting to me that most people I've spoken to or read about uh, seem to you know want to defend logic. I would say it's a human instinct to defend logic because logic is useful, right? For the reasons we just mentioned, mm-hmm. and for lots of other reasons, right? But logic falls apart or maybe just takes doesn't fall apart i guess it never falls apart but it takes a back seat or it gets ignored or or worse it's just thrown out when you come to religious beliefs with a lot of religions and i guess we're going to be probably talking most about christianity because i think we understand that the best yeah i was raised in a christian household i mean i don't right now i'm I don't believe in anything or disbelieve in anything. Mm-hmm. It, it's not agnox, agnostic or however you say that. Agnosticism. Agnosticism. Yeah, there you go. Um, because agnostics believe that um, that the God that they don't know that's real is the Christian God, right? 
That's well, what the, that they they don't they agnosticism just says I don't know or I'm reserving judgment. And really, I agree with Richard Dawkins um, in his book The God Delusion, where he says he basically says that agnosticism. He basically makes the argument that agnosticism is the most scientific position to have, and I agree with that because um, some atheists define atheism as as saying they know there is no God, which is not a true atheist. But there are people that yeah, that, that, but that's that what the definition of an atheist would be. No, right? definition is of that, the atheist is they just don't believe in anything metaphysical. Okay, well, yeah, not that you right. have evidence there; it doesn't exist, right? But that's the point Dawkins makes: is that you can't you can't prove that it doesn't exist right and therefore it's not scientific for that reason to have that position and i agree with that so in theory that's more agnostic hmm. uh is what i guess is what i understood him to be yeah the point he was making yeah yeah so for me i just believe i i i don't know that's my standpoint do you think that and it could be could be norse gods could be real could be hindi is real could be you know well do you think religion first of all do you think religion is a good thing for for people that are religious or just for anyone. I think extremism is good for no one. Right. Right. That's not what I asked though. Right. But that's part of it. Because people do take it to the extremes and then it's because well, let's avoid the extremes because we know that that's where logic doesn't exist at all is in the extremes, right? Those are the people that throw out logic. But what about the people that lead well adjusted lives? And their morality and their dignity matters to them, and they believe they draw it from their religious beliefs. Do you think that's a good thing? I think it's positive for them. Yeah, and it doesn't affect me in any way. So is it's it positive fine. for others? If yeah, if you find it positive for yourself, then I yes, agree. it is. I think I, it's okay. I wish that I could believe and just like wholeheartedly like know in my heart that Christianity was right because I would love to be able to see my father again and I would love to be able to like right who would you know, want to see their beloved. have an internal soul that lasts forever in paradise like that sounds awesome yeah but it's like it, it sounds like a fairy tale it's like you know you grow mm-hmm. up telling being told Santa Claus is, is real he's not real fairy tale or uh, uh, tooth fairy you know right. same thing Easter bunny it's like you, you grow up and then you, there's all these what if like you know religion was just Santa Claus, but well, was just made to about, help people get through life. Well, that's just to think about what those stories do for people. I mean, it's very consoling and comforting, I'd imagine, if you believe that when all this, when this terrible existence ends, even if you leave, live a good life, you at least can recognize that there is a great deal of woe in our world, right? And it visits everyone. It doesn't matter who you are. Yeah, and it must be very consoling and comforting to believe that not only will that end one day, but if you're good during it, you'll be rewarded for it. And yeah. I think, don't you think it's a mistake, um, or at least is a a fumble by people who use logic to disarm a religious person and their beliefs, but then offer them nothing in return that is as consoling or comforting and now i well okay <laughs> it's now, like taking someone's security blanket away you without, take security, without yeah. keeping you know and you don't more. owe that person a replacement security blanket but if you could wouldn't you yeah well it's just kind of rude to take the comfort away from them i think so i agree giving them a a, a substitute exactly what i mean yeah yeah i think that's i think that's where i think um 
a lot of people don't like atheism. I hate to say atheism because it's not a belief system, but just say atheist is that at least on the internet, it seems to be generally seem to be the type of person that wants to ruin the party. They're party poopers <laughs> and they, and the party meaning religion. Yeah. And people in, you know, like I have most of my family is religious and um, some of them, you know, they draw a great deal of worth and community from their, from their religious beliefs. It draw it, it, it binds them like glue to other people. And I think mostly it's a positive thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's great for socializing and learning, e- even meeting people of that you're attracted to or the opposite sex or whatever it is that you're into, you know? Um, and I see, I see a lot of religion. I mean, what does religion do that it's probably the most clever with is adapting, right? It takes whatever the modern man believes or the knowledge that's coming to him mm-hmm. and molds it, tries to absorb those facts for itself in some new way, right? To help just sort of redefine the origins of God and the universe so that they make sense to the modern man because no one's going to go around believing old Genesis uh, or Old Testament rather, right? You know, in their every in their day to day life, right? That that person would be considered crazy, right? I would think when I speak to like like Christian friends, uh, even they agree that like Old Testament is like myth, right? Really? Yeah. No, I've one, never heard any Christian say that. Oh yeah, they oh dude, all my like the only ones that would that would agree with like Old Testament are the ones from like the old country, like Bulgaria, you know, and they, you know, like my grandparents' generation, like they mix New Testament and Old Testament, but most of what they believe is Old Testament because they're Eastern Orthodox. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah, even I've, that, I've never heard anyone that say that though. If you believe in the Bible, you believe in the whole Bible. That's what I was always. No, taught. not, I mean, definitely not true. I mean, m- most people I know cherry pick anyway, hmm. right? If I, if I bring up some, immoral story from well, the Bible. Well, yeah, they don't, yeah, they most don't people don't really, And that's a good thing. Most people don't know the whole Bible either that say they're practicing that is Christians. True. Yeah, they I, don't intimately know it. That's they, true. They yeah. may have read it before, but they don't necessarily, you know, they don't know that it's a... Do you a, think that's important? Does that really matter? I think if you're going to call yourself a Christian, you should be full-headed into it, right? You should You should know... Doesn't that lead to extremism, though, if you're, full, if you're just 100%... Devoted, but to isn't every that word? the point? No, I don't of, think so. Of, it, of of the Bible is to is it's supposed to be read literally. Like that's uh, I don't know. I mean, it's sold. Perhaps I think they have bad marketing when it comes to that. But at least in like you know the last few decades, now when I see like religious, uh, well, I guess it's propaganda because everything's propaganda when you really think about it. But when you see religious like ads on social media or on billboards, um, it's much more aloof and vague. Whereas I remember when I was a kid, like even, it's not that long ago, but like in the 80s, for mm-hmm. example, you saw like, I remember looking at religious billboards and I mean, they were very much in your face, like judgment, you know, like, you know, if you killing a baby is, is, is defying God, like stuff like that. Like, you know, maybe you still see some of that in the South, but up, I mean, this used to be up here in the North, like in Illinois, yeah, you know, um, and it's, it's, they've toned down their aggression levels i guess you could say it's much more well, guru like now it doesn't help anyone when you're aggressive you're not going to convict you get more flies with honey than you do vinegar well it's true but the origins wouldn't you say that the historically the origins of like christian religion especially but really most religions i would think is fear 
Yeah. No, you're convinced to do the right thing because of you'll go to hell otherwise. Yeah, and and actually, I think in that is actually, isn't that a good motivation to try to make people better by scaring them? (laughs) Yeah, but isn't that a lie if you're just making this up? I'm not saying that the Bible is, but if you are, well, then it's just a lie. And then just because you're you're convincing your society to do the right thing through. But if you make it up, that makes it a lie. If you make up this mythology, that, that, that that's well, not even true. Even if it isn't made up, it say say the you know the word say the Bible. Any Bible is the word of God or a God. Then, if you believe that, it's not made up. You're just receiving the message in a scary way. Yeah, but you can also you can also save people without fearing them, making them fear. Yeah, but I'm a good isn't it person. more about motivating people's decisions rather than saving them? Isn't saving the reward? Okay, well, then feeling motivating them reward, to do the it? right thing. Because, uh, well, how would, it is, how would you what is, What it is, the problem is, is that it's manipulative. That's what, what, what honey like would Zach it. use to motivate a bad person to do good things? Well, convince them that it's better for them to in the here and how? now. How do you convince someone of that? By just showing them that your your good actions produce more good actions and those good actions will come back to you. Well, what if there's no value in a person? Some people don't hold value in good action. They hold value only in selfish reward. Right, but you, so how that's you, the point. You get a reward to yourself by doing good what things is for the others. Then? You get help from that person eventually hmm. or from something else that they contribute to. It's a weak sale, though. I'm feeling like it's, it's a weak sale. No, but, it, but it isn't. It, it goes back to your, if you want to go free will, everything's a chain reaction. If you put it in good, good's going to come back to you. That's just how that works. If you put in negativity, if you burn a house, the house is gone, right? But if you like build it, you have a house now. And then instead, it's a positive and negative energy. But aren't people doing. also motivated by consequence? So... Yeah, you know God's wrath just, is a terrible is a terrible torture or something to be completely avoided. Won't that isn't that a better motivator? I, yeah, for but people I think that are evil? I think it's and I just feel like it's more manipulative and it's more it's well, more all, dishonest. It's all about right? what, it's more it's more dishonest. Well, it's all about manipulation. What isn't? I mean, how do we how do we get away from if you're even if you're convincing someone with with truth and you're not mocking what is true? You're right, still but manipulating you're not, you're not them. using their emotions to your advantage right you're not using their fear and their primal sense you're using their human thinking brain well you are using their emotions you just use you're trying to appeal to their softer emotions their more agreeable emotions but for some people that doesn't matter shit they can only be scared away from their own their own self being hurt i also just don't think fear is a good i agree i'm I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate but i agree with you i think that I think we're learning that in the modern modern man has learned that, and by modern man I mean like the last few hundred years, that motivating only through fear ends up in some really nasty shit. Like yeah, you know, it just things. breeds more negativity. That's what it is. Fear is a negative emotion, and it's just going to create your scared public, and then your public's going to react in a violent way. You back any dog into a corner, it will bite back. You know. It's the same. It's a, that's what fear is. That's what happens to a dog when they get back to they're scared. They don't know. They have no escape. So then they lash out. That's what fear does. Self-preservation seems under attack as well in modern Western society. And I say that as someone who only just is, emo, you know, is emotional about what he reads or sees in media. And by that, I mean like, um, 
yeah, someone, an animal or a person backed into a corner should fight to defend themselves. But I feel like more and more people subdue. They submit. Yeah, but that's only going to happen for so long. You think so? You think eventually, I think eventually nature will swing back and say no? Yeah, it gotta, has, gotta it has to. It, I agree. It does. It, yeah. In history, it, it, it's a revolution. Ebb and flow. Yeah, I mean, we'll get repressed. Yes, we are repressed right now in many ways. I mean, it's only going to get worse until someone does fight back. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's happening. People are fighting back. That's what Antifa's been doing. What and would it, maybe, it take? Well, they, it may not be the right answer right now. Because I don't believe violence is 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 ever like the best way to get done what you want. It's just a word. We're humans. We're adults. We can use words. We well, can there's use so much ideas. violence in nature. Wouldn't you say that violence is natural? That it does serve a purpose. It is natural, but it, just because it's the easy way doesn't mean it's the right way. Well, that's a very. I mean, yeah. In a perfect world, we don't live in a perfect world, though. We can't always have that answer, right? No, you can't, but you can strive for it. How would, what would it take for Zach to be motivated to sacrifice what he holds dear in his life to fight for freedom? How uh, far would they have to go? Which it, side it would have to go? affect my family and people I care about. So it has to be personal. Yeah, that's what would make me fight, fight, like get violent. Is once it affects my family, then I have to. So some people feel that yeah. feel like that way exactly when. They feel their beliefs are attacked. They 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 find that to be very personal in the same way that you or I would find our mother being attacked, let's say. They feel the exact same way when their beliefs are attacked. And it doesn't have to be direct either. It can just be a, you know, propaganda or it can be a, a change in the laws or, or the country or the state that they live in. That's What do you think about people like that? Well, I think that's very childish. Is you know, I think that yeah, just fighting, just fighting back because your your idea is contradicted. But isn't is, that isn't that what we're taught about the revolution in this country? I mean, that people were motivated not because their families were per se personally attacked, but because their country, that their beliefs, these new ideals that they had, were under attack, and they took that personal, and they said, "No, we're going to have our way. We're going to have it our way." Yeah, I'm not entirely sure how that all went down. I know there was a lot, of, you know, they always say taxation without representation and and that hey, there has been a lot a lot of worse things that America has done to its own people since then than just taxation. But well, there's a lot of ideals. It's not just being taxed by your a foreign power that owns your colonies. I mean, without getting into it, just the idea that you can be, you can feel personal about, you can be emotional and, and, and take it personal, the, the an attack on an idea that you think is worth defending. And I think, I, I in this case, I would say I'm not playing devil's advocate. I would say that I agree. I think that is important because those are the kinds of people that, that induce change in a society. Now, they're not. I think historically speaking, they're not always the best crowd, right? And this isn't an attempt to like defend Antifa or Black Lives Matter or anything like that, um, because I think they're much more disenfranchised than, say, you know, revolutionary or civil war occurrences in the past, because things were life was just much harder. I mean, just my grandparents' generation 
comes from a level of strife that I can't even compare to in my life. And I've had shitty things happen to me, but it doesn't compare to what they had to go through. I mean, it makes me seem, makes me feel like I live in a cloud. Yeah, no, I, I get that. I've heard stories of people who had to fight like Bolshevik revolutions and things like that and just come out of that like repressed like culture where their family was literally being destroyed and just imagine going back in time now go to the grandparents generation of your grandparents right and they had it even worse imagine that your grandparents or my grandparents can't Mm -hmm. even have trouble even relating to their grandparents because of the what they had to go through just to survive yeah right like survival to you and i is granted isn't it is granted yeah like so our survival to you like for you and me you and I, our survival is granted. And what I mean is like, if, if you get, if you get hungry, what do you do? You just go and get food. Mm-hmm. You don't have to hunt it down. You don't have to grow it. Oh no. Yeah. We don't, if you need, we heat, don't fight to survive it anymore. It if just, you want to sleep, there. you have a comfortable bed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think, I think that's what cheapens any kind of revolutionary person in our modern day. Um, and it's and and religion mixes into that weirdly it, it, I wonder I actually wonder where religion which direction religion will go now in the future how will it how will it attract new I, members I don't know I feel like um with every new generation there's less and less religious people it's probably true do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing I think it's important to think rationally mm-hmm. and not emotionally I think emotions can be useful and then maybe they're good for first judgment, mm-hmm. but you need to take that further and use your rational mind and think about what you're feeling and you how, how you can improve your situation with the way right. you're feeling. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Do you think it's rude to try and convince someone out of their beliefs if they're not hurting anyone? I don't think it's rude to have a conversation with someone that believes different than you. No, that's not what I said. Do you but, think it's rude to... You can present your case, yeah, right, and you can present why you don't believe, and they can present to you why you should. But I mean, and like you to can present to them why they should. Religious, like to 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 actually want to try and argue with them and convince them. I don't think for should, no reason. I don't think that's necessarily rude. If you're if you're really? two adults and you have, or, what, what or would be the point even? of trying to convince someone? Why, in other words, like, or let's say you were doing that. Why would you want to convince someone to? Stop being religious. What does it matter to you? If they're not hurting anyone, well, what see, do you I, care? I wouldn't do that. Right. Okay, but, pretend but I don't you, think that you know someone that would. You don't think that would be rude? If if the other person is willing to have the conversation with you about that, then no. Well, no, that's not a conversation. The the atheist is attacking the religious person. They're, 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 their goal is to convince them, to argue with them, to just change their to drop religion, but they haven't it's it's not instigated, they're just doing it. Yeah, maybe that is a little rude, <laughs> but I don't know. Because, yeah, you're not hurting one, so you can believe whatever you want. I don't care. The reason but, I ask is because I see it all the time on the internet. Really? And it's something that I don't agree with. I think it, I think it is extremely rude to want to change someone's beliefs. If they're, if if someone is a good person, I really don't, I personally don't care what they believe. Well, as long as you're not personally attacking that person. There's right, not, if you're not doing anything wrong, if you're well, not even hurting as others. The, the atheist person trying to convince you not to be Christian or Hindi or whatever, you know, it does, it's, if they're not saying you're stupid or saying that all this other, you know. Well, how about the reverse then? Because religion has been doing that 
since its inception is constantly trying to convince people to agree with it. So do you think that's rude? I don't think it's rude, but I don't like it. I don't like being told to believe something, right? But it's not rude. You can tell me whatever. It's the part. That's that's the beauty of being in a free country. Is I you feel like you're defining rudeness without. I mean, isn't that what it means to be rude? What just like for me to interrupt you in your thinking or your your whatever you're doing and to just a stranger to come into your to, life and say, look, you've got it wrong. This is how it, it, the reality works. And if you don't do something about it, you're you're gonna you're going to be damned for it. See, when people tell me that, I don't think that they're saying that I'm wrong. They're saying that they be- what they believe is they believe that they're right. They're not necessarily saying, like, this is how it is. They're just saying, this is how I see it to be. Well, it used to be that they were ca- t- calling you wrong. Then that tr- then that changed into you're just confused, and I want to help you. <laughs> 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 Which is a little nicer, you're, but you're, it's still... Sounds, rude. <laughs> sounds like when they're like, you're not, you're not gay. You're just confused. Well, that, that was, that was an argument too. Yeah. That, that definitely, that dude throughout the eighties and nineties, that was, Oh yeah. Pray away the gay. That was considered yeah. polite to speak to a gay person that way, <laughs> which of course, but see, isn't that rude? That's incredibly rude, right? I mean, that's like treating someone like a child. I, I, yes. I find so, that really rude. To I me, to be side. rude is just to be mean without any, without trying to do anything but be mean. You're just, it's like a troll. Trolls are rude. <laughs> well, I think the rude is, is, is broader than that. Yeah, maybe it is. But for me, that's how I see it. Okay. You know, that's the definition I was using when talking about, is it rude for someone to try and convince you? Because I don't, I don't have a problem with people telling me their beliefs and telling me mm-hmm. how they see the world because I want to see things in a different light. You want to think I, about things you may not have thought of. Yes. Right. I want to see things. I, I, I think it, I mean, I don't know. I find it really hard to believe in uh, a religion because to give yourself to a God is just like, that's what throws me. You know, it's like, I don't, I don't want to be subservient to anything. I don't want to, I want control of my life and my destiny. But isn't like, that, that is how it. Okay. But does that mean nothing in the universe is greater than you? No. What about the, no, what about it, just, the it, just, it, just, it doesn't matter if it's greater or more powerful or whatever. I just want complete control for myself and i don't want and i and i and i because when when you succeed then it's all on you you succeeded by your doing you did not and if you fail so when you fail also credit for every inch of your success all your victories in life were all you i'm not saying that i didn't have help along the way in anything i'm just saying that it was me who did the thing and you apply so do you feel that you have complete control in your life I have complete control over what I do in my life, yes. Really? Nothing nothing stops you. You can do anything you want. Within rea- the rules of the reality uh, I live in. Within the rules of reality. Well, so then we are governed by rules. Yes. And those are more powerful than us. Right. Like I said, I didn't say there was nothing well, you did, more really. powerful than, than ourselves. I'm just saying that I have control over what I do, though. As long as it's within the rules. Well, I can't fly with my magical <laughs> thoughts like I wish, right? So, how does that make you feel then? To be that, that if you really, I think, because here's what I think. I think if you stop to think about it, you have a lot less control than you than you think you do, as a person. And and I think that the natural first reaction for that is to fight, is to get angry. 
And I think that's that's really the core of a lot of anger, at least I know for myself it was, is realizing that I had a lot less control than I thought I had or wanted to have. And the only way I was able to humble myself was to realize, was to think of, to think of reality and being as more of like a symphony, right? And then my goal went from trying to be the symphony to trying to be one of the best instruments in the symphony because there were rules, there are rules to the universe and rules that man sets as well that we are, that control us. We are, we're not in as much control as we, as we think we are, or we, we wish we were. And I think it's important. I know for me, it was important, especially in the process of liking myself and believing in myself and things that I knew I could do or learn to do. I had to get over that, that anger that swelled whenever I realized that I just didn't have control, that I was always out of control, really. It's all, it's like, see, the but I don't, when things are out of my control, though, I don't worry about them because I can't do anything about it, but I can control what I do. I can control the, the actions I take to improve things or to make things worse. Well, I, I, but I, I can't control if that. it rains, right? So, oh, yeah, I'm not I guess I'm that. not going to the park. Today. No, 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 no. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying that when you realize you have, a lot less control over everything, not just the macro, but you know, the micro as well. And the micro being, let's say your personal decisions, right. For your day-to-day life, right. Like you learn Japanese, you're doing a great job of teaching yourself Japanese. I'm trying. No, really. I'm super impressed by that. Really. I am. And I think that's great, but f- without a doubt, I'm sure you feel that that's something you have control over because you applied yourself to do it. And now you're succeeding at it. Right. And I, I just think that that is the greatest level of control we can possibly have for ourselves. And you, I put where I used to put that, where I used to place that was at the front of everything else. And that's what made me feel like, you know, this immortal person, like just, you know, living my life tacitly, like passively believing I was immortal. But then I realized that I had a very short part to play and then I had very little time to do what I want in that part of the symphony. This is where I go back to like mm-hmm. this, the, the idea of the symphony. And so that's just what I mean by that, that you, that as far as the universe is concerned, we may not matter at all, but we matter to ourselves. Yeah. And that's important. And to the ones that care about us. Yeah. Hopefully there are, yeah, hopefully there are those that those care exist. about us. Yeah. Those exist. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know, there, I, you know, there might be someone, I don't know. There's gotta be, there's think, long, there's people without anybody out there, man. There, were, I, I, I had neighbors like that in the city and they had no family. They had no friends. Yeah. You but know, I, I feel like there's got to be alone. at least someone that cares about you. At least one person that maybe doesn't think about you every day. Hopefully you know who they are. <laughs> yeah, you, that would be nice. That would help you. Yeah. Man. So last night I was trying to find a religion out there that doesn't have any gods or any hmm. dogma or anything like that. I couldn't find one. Right. Buddhism was close. Right. But they still have like... um deities and sense and they have an afterlife and things like that and reincarnation and all that there's still metaphysics to it right and i was looking for something that focused on the self and didn't really improving the self okay which buddhism does come close to 
So <laughs> I ended up making my own religion. Oh, okay. Well, this sounds good. What are you going to call it? Well, the working title is is Religion Z. Ooh. That's just the that's just a working title. The Church of Z. It's very new age. Yeah. 90s sounding. <laughs> you know, it also it's also this generation's religion, you know. Generation oh, Z, shit. you know. It's my name as right, well. So you thought so. of, you thought of this. I want to hear this now. Let's okay. So pretty much to me the aspect of an afterlife and gods and all that stuff doesn't matter nearly as much as the here and now and improving the self. That's what matters mm-hmm. is, is, is now. So be happy now. Don't work for the, your afterlife because you don't know what's going to happen. Right. Well, at least there's no proof to know what's going to happen. Right. So I think that like you should always be kind to other people because that's just going to help you. Oh, okay. So are these your, your tenements? These are like tenants or yeah. tenants rather uh, tenements, tenants. Yeah. Okay. My, my pillars of truth, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Your testaments. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's hear them. So I think you should be kind to other people because that's just going to help you. If you put out, like we were talking positive energy and positive actions, that's just going to come back to you. It's the same reason you shouldn't burn any bridges because you never know when that person's going to help you or can help you. And, or so they know someone who can. Mm-hmm. So I think that's important. And then people will always annoy you. There's always going to be someone out there that can annoy you. At least this right. is this is my. Maybe people you like can annoy you. Yes. Sure. So you had to find ways to deal with them and how to make them. Very Mister Rogers of you. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, I did grow up then, right? No, yeah. not then. I guess. Hey, he's one of my heroes, man. Yeah, he's an amazing man for sure. Um. So you got to find ways to accept them and and be able to work with them, right? Because it's only gonna again, it's only gonna help you in the long run. This is just ma- about making you a better you. Um, yeah. you should always be kind to animals and tools and things like that because mm-hmm. if you put respect into it, it's always gonna work like better for you. Okay. Yeah. Well, that goes pretty much. That seems a little you, similar to your first. Yeah, it's testament. the same. Yeah, it's the same thing. Be kind to people. Be <laughs> kind awesome. to animals. So it's the same thing. It tent. all comes back. You know, it's it's. <laughs> That's what you should do. Just make all your tet. Like have ten testaments, but they're but, all the same. But they're all the one. <laughs> <laughs> see rule. See above. It's it's much like Fight Club. Don't talk about Fight yeah. Club. That's all rules. <laughs> rules rules two and three say see rule one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's fine. It's good with me. I also think you should uh, think about your actions at the end of the at the end of your day. You should go yeah. back and think about what you've done. Introspection, and, yes, and but not rumination. No, there's of a, course, there's not. a big difference between Absolutely. the two. You don't want to mull over and just think about how embarrassing you, right. your your wet pants were. You know, you just want to like, okay, I shouldn't have splashed water on myself this time. <laughs> Move on. Be more careful next time when you wash your hands. You know, and then like. You should think about conversations you had as well. And if you still agree with what you said in that conversation, you know, if you had like a disagreement with a friend or something, you should always think about. I agree. I think it matters. You were right. I think it matters. I think it matters. I think we should care about what others think of us. Not in in an abstract sense, because you shouldn't care about what everyone, you know, what every passing judgment of you, but you should care about how you affect others and what they think of you if they matter. Yeah. And just like philosophical discussions as well on top of it. Absolutely. Yeah. And just think if you still have the same viewpoints as you did at the beginning of the day and allow yourself to change. Nothing feels more exciting to me mentally 
than my mind being changed and and like upgrading my my belief. Yeah, no, it's, it literally sounds. It feels like a experience boost, it, you right? Can it's feel like it. do, do, yeah. do, do, do. you level up. <laughs> you does. do level up, and it's really cool because when you like just come to this new realization, it's like. This is how the world works. It can change the way you look <laughs> at the world. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that you should also uh, practice letting go, especially of things you can't control. Is that the same as forgiveness? Yes, in a way. But what I mean is like like to how to stop ruminating on things that you've done. Just like or something, someone or something's annoying you. Just what, Accept your I, bad decision or, your, or the event and move on. Yeah. I've literally... Or, or like if you're in a situation... And you're just really extremely annoyed. I've literally closed my eyes and just repeated, letting go, letting go, letting go, letting go. And it like... And it's not because you were watching Frozen. No. <laughs> it's literally just because I think words have power. And oh, I th- yeah. And I think that they you have power. power. The words you say have power for yourself more oh, than, yeah. than anything. Because you can you, you know the true meaning for yourself for that word and what it really holds. So you can, you know what the feeling of the word has. So you can use that to your advantage. Amen. <laughs> How many testaments is that so far? There, oh, oh, let's let's count them. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, <laughs> we, seven. How many did you did you? Eight. I got two more. Oh, so we got six. Ten. Damn. Okay. Oh, you um, have eight. We've gone through eight so far. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Those melded together so nicely. I thought they were like one or two. That's nice. It's a better. T- you're telling a good story. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Church um, of Z continued. I think you should always be trying to learn something new. I think that's important to again expand your mind and 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 learn new things so knowledge you can is level power. up. You know, knowledge is power, and the more you know, the more interactions you can have within the world, and the and the better you can make your world that you live within. And then I think diet and like exercise is also part very of important because. You should always be active. And once you give up on your body, your body will give up on you. So you always have to be at least walking and trying to eat healthy, at least something, not just eating sugar. And, and This is starting to feel like a really good idea. I well, think you should establish this religion. The problem is, as I made this religion, <laughs> I realized it wasn't a religion. It's more of just philosophy. Right. That religion so, is philosophy. Religion, is, religion is philosophy in many yeah. ways, but the defining feature... I guess is that there's a deity or there's some form there's metaphysics. There's there's a game board. A game board? There's a game board for the game pieces. That's what God is in my mind. Okay. If, if we want to simplify it down to that, is that you can have all these game pieces and all these rules to the game, but they don't make sense until you can see the board, right? It's like Monopoly. If I described Monopoly to you, you probably you'd probably guess pretty close to how it was gonna look and play, but you wouldn't understand it and confidently be okay with it until you saw the game board. And then you'd understand everything more clearly and it would feel simple to you. Yeah, if you know how the universe operates and you can better manipulate it. And that's 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 really the role that, that God plays. I mean, he's the cogs in the machine. Yeah. And then, what was the list? Oh, I also think... Object- this is 10. So that was 10, but I, I did think of another one that I didn't get a chance to write down, was that objects of power are can be a, a useful tool as well. And objects I think that they, of power can be a useful tool. Yes, yeah, so an object of power, or an oops, if you will, 
(laughs) (laughs) Nice, Zach. That's not mine. That's from a video game. But I took it to make something else. Ah. But anyways, so an object of power can be like a bracelet, right? And it's something that you feel, you see. And what you do is you meditate your your wants and your desires into it. So you clasp it within your hands. You visualize what's in your hands on your head. And you think of things that you want to associate with this bracelet. So then, foci. It's a focus. Yes, it's a focus point. Mm -hmm. So if you want to, say, talk to more people, talk to girls or something, and you, like, focus, like, in your mind, you think about, I want to talk to girls, talk to girls, talk to more girls. And then you put that, and then every time you see your bracelet and you see a girl or you see your bracelet, you're going to think, hey, I should go talk to that person. I should go make conversations. It's an interesting concept. I actually like that concept. I feel like humans do this anyway, but you've uh, you've refined it into a simple simple way to understand it. Yeah, the first time I ever heard about something like that was with this guy called Magic Circles. And he pretty much did the same thing. He would take like the energy. Well, it sounds similar to, yeah. Yeah, and you take the energy and the ideas of that 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 manifestation and put it into a design and he has like tattoos of it he has it drawn in places he does things and it's just associations all of well, it. That's, it sounds similar to like like again new age like crystal diametry or whatever yeah they call okay it, so like that's they... the thing that's another thing is that i don't think crystals and all that bolt is anything right mm-hmm. i think what the, the the power is is the association with your mind that you make right with it. That's what's powerful. I think that's, and what I think that's what's useful. And you, you, there's no solved the problem to crystals. It, I think <laughs> I solved the problems for crystals for me. This, <laughs> this church is literally. For I don't me. know, man. House of Z sounds cool. Although that does sound like House of Zod. So maybe we should do like Church of Z. Like, church or what do you Z. want to call it? Well, right, the it's work religion he, of Z right now. Religion Rod. Z is religion is, Z. Yeah, is the working title. Maybe we'll come up with the. I don't know, man. I like it. I think you should get tax breaks and have followers. Can All right, I, you want to you want to be, be my, a pope or something like you, can you know, be my like, first initiate. There's no okay. Oh, there's no hierarchy. There's no real hierarchy, right? But there would be. Well, how are you going to make would any be, money? We'll be, <laughs> again, <laughs> what else is, is the point? <laughs> the point is <laughs> no, to become a better you, yeah. Marco. Don't well, you want that? I believe in it. I believe. So, and the the thing is, this is not something that would work for everyone. This is a religion that works for me. This is a religion that may work for others that think like me. So if you think like me, come on down to the Church of Z. <laughs> the Church of Z. And now together, ready? Oh, oh, Z. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>